The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week six of the Scorching Six Picks. As always, recording this on a Thursday night in Southern California, fresh off of another uh, Thursday night game. We had the Bucks uh, beating the Eagles 28-22, went out on, uh, to a big lead but hung on late uh, with that drive and they were able to take a knee. So another somewhat exciting game. But joining me for week six, uh, we got Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Zayvon? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, we had exciting baseball as well tonight. Your Dodgers uh, moving on to the NLCS uh, in a rematch with the Braves, so congrats on that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Los Dodgers. And that's why we were just watching that uh, Dodgers-Giants game. What a series. Uh, came down to the game five, and Dodgers pulled it out 2-1. An exciting game five, but that's right, that's it right, should be a fun right. NLCS as well. But let's get into this week six slate. We got six exciting games. First game we got is early afternoon game from Landover, Maryland. We got the Washington football team hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs laying six and a half. What do you think? This is going to be a really interesting game as much as people think. Unfortunately, I don't know what the hell is going on with Kansas City this year. Uh, I mean, we can just say it's only week five, but losing to two games at home where you're not expected to lose, I mean, especially versus the Chargers who have been good and versus the Bills at home, I mean, they didn't just lose. They got, they got their ass handed to them. And Patrick Mahomes just didn't look like himself. And I don't know what's going on. And clearly, their defense sucks. So, But I think they should win this one, and I think they cover. Washington, you just don't know which football team is going to show up. I mean, Taylor Heineke has looked pretty good. Terry McLaren's having a good season, and so as well as Antonio Gibson. But I, their defense has, was a little overhyped preseason, and it's just not showing up. So I think the Chiefs cover this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have given up pretty much almost 30 points every game uh, uh, they played outside of week one when they gave up 29 to Cleveland, and they won that game narrowly, 33-29, and uh, their other two, their three losses on the on this season have been to, so far, I mean, better teams, I mean, in Baltimore, Buffalo, and uh, LA Chargers, and uh, they'll definitely get the win here, but I just don't trust them, like you said, with their defense to lay six and a half. So I, I, I can't lay six and a half with how bad their defense has been. I think they've given up 163 points total in five games. So uh, just the way their defense is going, I can't, can't trust them. So I'm going to take the Washington football team as a home dog getting six and a half. 
but I think the Chiefs, I'll say win by four, something like that. I'll say 31-27 Chiefs in this one, and they move to 500, but Washington covers the six and a half. Game number two, we got Carolina at home hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings laying a point and a half. What do you think? Yeah, this game, both teams are pretty much at the same point in the season. This is a toss-up. I mean, Vikings, they're just the Vikings. I mean, I, don't, I really don't know what to say about them. Uh, they should have won last week, but they didn't. I mean, this team, I really don't know what to say. They're an average team. Uh, that's the best way to put it. Uh, I don't know... Uh, they they have a chance of winning the division, but they will not. Actually, they did win last week, versus, but they barely beat the Lions, so that wasn't anything impressive. So at the end of the day, that's just going to be, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think the Panthers are going to cover her. Uh, they've lost back-to-back games, but I think they're, they're due for a good game. And hopefully McCaffrey's back this week. He didn't practice today, which is Thursday, but I think they they win and cover. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. I, I think the Panthers win outright, whether Christian McCaffrey plays or not. I think Hubbard can do kind of enough, and then I think uh, Darnold can get the receivers going kind of after a sluggish game that he had last week. And Minnesota, sluggish offensively as well. They usually kind of are able to move the ball and put up uh, touchdowns. They weren't able to do that against a bad Detroit team, and they won a last on a last-second field goal to win 19-17. So, but I, I think a lot of points will be put up, but I, I, I like the Panthers, another home dog in this one, getting a point and a half, and I like them to win outright, 30-27 to at home, and move to 4-2 and two on the season. Excuse me. Game number three, got another early afternoon game. This is an exciting matchup between two four and one teams. The Baltimore Ravens at home hosting the Los Angeles Chargers and giving two and a half. What do you think? Uh, this is going to be a really interesting game. Uh, first out, shout out to Justin Herbert. He's been playing lights out and the Chargers as well. Four and one. I did not expect this. He, he great start for them, first place in the division, and their team's playing well. The Ravens as well, they had a crazy comeback on Monday night. Uh, it was crazy, Lamar Jackson coming back and playing lights out, and, and good crazy win, but I don't know why they're favored here. This is a toss-up as well, but... I'm going to go with the road team, and I'm going to go with the Ravens to cover her. Are you going to go with the home team? Yeah. Okay, the Ravens. Okay. So what did you think about uh, Lamar Jackson uh, last week on Monday night? I mean, that's. I mean, he rarely passes for 400 yards. He had 37, 43, 442 yards, three touchdowns, and he's always, the knock on him has always been that he can't come back from deficits and kind of his first couple seasons, and he can't really – uh, make the throws when it's necessary. It seemed like he was able to do both those things. So what do you see for him going forward? Is this kind of a turning point? What do you think? Yeah, he can throw. Just keep getting Mark Andrews involved. Throw the touchdowns to Mark Andrews, and he'll he'll be doing absolutely great. He doesn't he doesn't want to go Hollywood with with the receivers. Sometimes the Hollywood, but Mark Andrews is his go-to guy. He, 
And he knows that too, and that, that's where he needs to go to. Okay. So, but what do you see from him? I mean, I don't like to talk about MVP too early. I mean, but no, he ain't Herbert and Lamar are kind of got to be up there, right? At this point, five games through. Uh, yeah, but J- Josh is the favorite right now. Okay. All right, so I mean, uh, Lamar already has an MVP from twenty nineteen. Uh, I mean, and even in that season, he didn't really kind of throw well, but. W- We'll see kind of how he does moving forward, kind of uh, in some of these more exciting games uh, moving forward. But uh, it should be, it should be fun to watch him and in this game, and this should be an exciting game uh, in Baltimore. Uh, I mean, but I don't know. I mean, this is uh, I'm just gonna have to go with the home team here. I think Lamar. They kind of started off slow last week uh, at home versus Indianapolis on Monday night. I think they get off to a better start. I think. Uh, they're able to run the ball better this game and get over 100 yards. That 100-yard streak ended uh, last week after they went for it late uh, in the, for- the fourth quarter against Denver to extend it and tie the 1970 Steelers. So I think uh, they'll kind of start another a new streak here with that 100-yard rushing. I think Lamar will have more rushing yards this week. I think the running backs will get going in Murray and Tyson Williams and Devonta Freeman. And I think they'll kind of control kind of the, the clock and stuff as well, kind of with that running game and kind of not put in Justin Herbert's hands on the other side because we've seen what he can do kind of with his arm and kind of hit the receivers he has there with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and uh, kind of Austin Eckler as well who can uh, come out in the backfield and go out and make catches and make big plays on screen passes. So uh, I'm going to swallow the two and a half with the Ravens at home. Agree with you, and I like them winning here twenty four twenty and moving to five and one on the season. All right, moving to the late afternoon window, game number four. We got Cleveland at home three and two, hosting the only undefeated team left in the NFL, the five and zero Arizona Cardinals, and laying three and a half rebound. What do you think about this line? Easiest pick of the week. Slime, slime it, bet your paycheck on it. The Browns are going to cover very easily. This is what we call the Vegas special. How the hell is the 5-0, and only undefeated team, 4-1 and against the spread, against, coming off a win versus the 49ers, and the, the Browns coming off a loss? How the hell are they an underdog? How They should be at least four-point favorite. But this is what we call the Vegas special where 85% of people are going to take the, the fucking Cardinals and Vegas is just going to clean up. Not putting any talent or anything. I'm taking, I'm slamming, I'm slamming my paycheck as well on, on the Browns minus three and a half. And I'm telling you guys, slam your paycheck on the Browns. Easiest pick of the week, probably of the year. Do not get fooled? No, yeah, don't get fooled. <laughs> okay. Bet the house on it. All right, yeah. I mean, uh, I kind of see the same thing. I'm going to agree with you here uh, with Cleveland home, swallowed three and a half. I I just think Cardinals are kind of uh, due for a loss. I mean, they've had kind of a couple close games. Last week was close against the Niners, uh, kind of a somewhat depleted Niners team. Uh, They they were very close to losing uh, versus Minnesota, I believe, in week two. So they've had kind of a couple close calls, and I think – 
Cleveland kind of looking to bounce back too, kind of after a uh, sluggish performance. I think uh, Baker Mayfield is uh, will have a better game, and then they'll pound Chubb and Hunt on the ground, control the clock, control the line of scrimmage, and I think they'll be able to win this game. I'll say uh, 27-21 Cleveland in this one, and they moved to 4-2 and two on the season and gave Arizona their first loss of the season. Game number five, we got an AFC West divisional battle. We got both teams three and two. We got Denver at home hosting the Las Vegas Raiders and giving three and a half at home. What do you think? Oh, but before we discuss the game, what's your whole take on uh, the John Gruden uh, situation with him resigning abruptly? That, that story moved very quickly and all the stuff that came out with the homophobic slurs, the racist slurs, the misogynistic slurs. So what's your whole take on that? Yeah, it was the right move for both parties. Uh, unfortunately, he got caught. I know a lot more shit was going to come out. Or it's probably it's probably going to come out in the coming days. But it was they had to do it. They, had, they pretty much had no choice. I mean, I don't know if he's going to get paid all of his money, but they probably came upon an agreement where... He's probably gonna get like twenty or thirty more million, and I think his career is done as an analyst, okay. as a head coach. Maybe in like five years, he gets a college coach, but I don't think he will do it now. And today's hyper aware climate. I mean, you say even one of those three things, you're most likely done, right? Canceled. Yeah. I mean, he said he get he he went with the trifecta: misogynistic, homophobic, and racist. All three. In kind of that that short span, it moved really quick, and uh, he he's out. And then, how do you think this kind of translates for the Raiders moving forward in this season after starting three and zero, losing two straight? Now they're they're uh, head coach for the last four seasons or last three and a half uh, is now gone. And what's kind of the vibe you think they're going to come out with in a tough, uh, probably the toughest. Uh, environment to play in and all and all the fan of all the NFL excuse me in my opinion with the elevation there in Denver what what do you think is going to happen with them I think they'll be fine overall in the season but this game I don't know uh, this week it's going to be really bad and I think the Broncos are going to cover very easily I think both teams are full of gold they started each started out 3-0 but uh, I like the Broncos overall as a team better defensively for sure and offensively, they're they're pretty equal out. So I, I think the Broncos cover and win by a touchdown. Okay, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a defensive battle. Both teams, I think, have good pass rushes. Uh, I'm just kind of worried about kind of the Raiders' psyche. Kind of just, it's, uh, the story, like I said, moved really quickly. John Gruden. And uh, I'm not wondering kind of what team, what kind of energy we're going to kind of see from them. So... Just because of that, I'm going to agree with you, Rebound, in this one. I'll swallow the three and a half again with the home team, Denver Broncos. And I'll say they win kind of a ugly-type game, 22-17, something like that, and move to 4-2 and two on the season. All right, we're down to the last game of the week. It's a CBS uh, game of the week. Tony Romo will most likely be calling it with Jim Nance. We got New England at home. Two and three, zero oh and three at home. Coming off there as uh, kind of a dangerous, kind of like a lucky win against the the Texans last week in in Houston, and they're hosting the four and one Cowboys who are rolling. Cowboys are.
three and a half point favorites rebound. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a really good one. Uh, the Cowboys have been very impressive so far. I will give it to them. I did not see this coming, but the 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 Pats have been the exact opposite. Just not not what everyone thought they would be. Everyone thought they'd be good with Mac Jones. Uh, I mean, they're probably their highlight game was probably versus the Bucks, where they kept it close. But I think this is this one's going to be close too. I think the Patriots are, are overall a good team. They just haven't performed, but everyone's very high on the Cowboys, and the spread is just too low. Uh, I, and I, I, I'm definitely taking the Patriots plus four and a half, and I have an upset alert, be alert of a, of a possible loss. All right, yeah, we disagreed on the first game. We agreed on the next four, but I think this we're going to – Disagree on this one. You got the Pats uh, getting three and a half at home. I'm going to go the three other and way. Four and a half. Three and a half, right? Isn't it? The hell? Uh, I mean, where did you yeah. see four and a half? I guess it dropped. That means all the public is there. Yeah, it dropped too. Okay. Yeah, it's three and a half now. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, you, do you want to change your pick? No, I'm sticking with my okay. pick and you, upset alert. You like the Pats getting three and a half? Yeah, and upset alert. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. I think uh, the Pats have just kind of been disappointing, and it seems like uh, they have uh, struggles. They struggle to score, so I think they're going to have that, that struggle again against the Cowboys. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with that high-powered Cowboys offense that we've seen their uh, duo uh, rushing attack with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, and then Dallas' receivers with Lamb and uh, Cooper, and then Prescott playing uh, excellent coming off that in the gruesome injury last year and Cowboys have just been rolling since that close week one loss uh, 31 to 29 versus the defending champion Bucks and I think they're going to continue to roll here move to five and one and I'm going to swallow three and a half with the uh, road team Cowboys and I have them winning 34 27 in this one and moving to five and one on the season. Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for week six, Scorching Six. Rebound, thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Zebo. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy all of the week six games. And I'll be back probably later this weekend to uh, do an NBA preview for both Eastern and Western Conference. The over-unders are like we do every year. Predict each team's over-under win total. So see you then. Thank you.